drank my whole water bottle immediately upon getting another one because now I have to go to the bathroom again but I also don't want to get up again. That's rough, buddy. I've never seen Atla. I've never seen Avatar The what Last the Airbender. Fuck? I'm learning a lot about Avatar The Last Airbender in the recent weeks that I didn't, not that I didn't want to know, I just didn't know. And Yeah, mood. Um, I watched Avatar The Last Airbender growing up. I do not remember any of it other than one specific episode, which is the episode where they're in, like, the library. I think it's a reference to the li- library of Alexandria. And, like, Toph, or Toph, I can't fucking remember how to pronounce her name, is, like, holding it up. And I, like, vaguely remember the episode, See, but that's it. I also remember I used to pretend to be a firebender because I thought the firebender was cool. I would really cool. pretend to be a waterbender when I went to the lake. I was pretending I was... What, Kieran? You care to repeat yourself? I said they're genocidal maniacs. Please? <laughs> um yeah you see i didn't really understand that i was like i don't know how 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 old was i when did when was avatar on well you see i always pretend to be a waterbender when like in the water but that's because other kids five. that's because other kids would be like well look i'm a waterbender and like s- move in a circle and splash each other yeah, I, I would also do that at the lake, but like I'd pretend to be a firebender because I thought firebenders were cool and I thought fire was cool. I personally identify most with earthbenders, I think. I feel like A, they feel like the least problematic, and B, my hand looks like an earthbender according to the internet. I can't remember what according to the internet my hand looks like. Um, no. I can't remember what my hand looks like. Knowing those posts, I think you were a waterbender assigned. But I also don't remember what firebender or airbender, and I guess you can't be an airbender. I don't know anything about Ella. <laughs> I mean, it's um, called Avatar The Last Airbender. I assume you can't be an airbender. I imagine that plenty of people, though, make themselves airbender OCs in, like, the middle school world. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a bit being, like a pureblood in Harry Potter. Like, chances are your character is not a pureblood. Because there are only like five pure blood families. <laughs> comment and subscribe. Please like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, comment, and survive. Like, comment, subscribe, uh, press the little notification bell, and don't forget to leave us a rating. I know that YouTube doesn't have <laughs> ratings anymore. Man, I was not conscious for like old YouTube, but like. There's some features from old YouTube that I would love to have back. The five-star system being on that list. Also on the list is the video response feature, which is no longer a thing. Like, you can say... That's the one I miss the most. People can respond to videos now, but you can't directly respond to that video and then see it, and I don't like that. And the reason that happened is actually a very funny story, it was basically a lot of like cam girls responding to videos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. I figure the reason why they got rid of it now um, is because of like a probably harder to filter that for some reason. B people being like cam girls on there. Uh, C 
Just the overall fucking spam that you'd get? Yeah, and at this point, YouTube... Especially if, like, someone big, like Markiplier, PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, you know, all those big... the big guns. Mm-hmm. I probably just listen to a bunch of big guns that aren't, like, relevant anymore. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. I don't know how many people actually watch those guys anymore. Like, imagine being, like, PewDiePie and getting, like, you probably get literally, like, a million video responses. Yeah, and YouTube is much larger than it was back then, so I imagine that it it just wouldn't work in today's climate. I just wish YouTube was how it was size-wise. That's why I very much support new websites coming up that are trying to be like YouTube, just because I, I miss just how small YouTube used to feel. It used to feel like a community. Like, all of YouTube felt like a community. And while I wasn't really that involved, I am deeply fascinated in the interwoven history of YouTube lore. That's why I watch a lot of YouTube React videos. (laughs) Which, in itself, I believe YouTubers React has now become a bit of a bit of an artifact because I don't I assume they still do those, but it's not what Oh, God, I can't remember the last time I actually watched a uh, Fine Brothers video. I mean, people got really mad at the Fine Brothers for allegedly trying to trademark the word React, which they didn't, and then everyone got mad at them, and now nobody likes them anymore. People just decided that they hated them, and they didn't. They were just trying to trademark their brand. Like, people make their brand name a word all the time. They weren't trying to trademark all reaction. Weren't they also trying to, like, specifically trademark how they structure their videos? Yeah, they were trying to... They were trying to trademark the React... The Fine Brothers React videos. Yeah, the Fine Brothers React formula, TM. Um, well, it actually wasn't TM. <laughs> nope, never happened. And then people decided they uh, hated them. And of the YouTube controversy, that's, like, the lamest. Like, people got real mad. Like, man, yeah, you guys got like, mad over that? Like, honey, some wild shit has happened since then. <laughs> God, I wish, I wish YouTube drama was still like, oh, man, the Fine Brothers are trying to copyright reaction. Hmm. I wish it was still like that. It was simpler times. It was simpler times when the biggest like scandal was that they were going to co- trademark the word react forever. Like so much that so so many things have happened since then. So many I am very in on YouTube drama because I'm weird and it gets wild, man. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah, I I say recently, it was like a couple months ago now. Um, fell into the YouTube drama wormhole. Um, it's not even a rabbit hole. It's a fucking like full on space wormhole. There's so much to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching um insert YouTuber here. I can't fucking remember who it was, and he was just going off about all these like different things, and I was like. So much is happening under my nose while I bury my head in the sand with Hermitcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, do you think I can sit down and watch a two-hour-long The Right Opinion video just so I can find out who we hate now? I'm trying my best. I'm trying to keep up. There's so many things happening at once right now. Anyway, why are the best YouTubers? All the best YouTubers I know of have bro (laughs) in their name. The brothers, the fine brothers. There's like two YouTubers. Like, it's like a duo, 
and they have bros in their name. And I am talking about the Fine Bros, I'm talking about the Vlog Brothers, and I am talking about the, oh, what are they called? One of them does a lot of, like, Pixar oh, theory Super stuff. Carlin Brothers. I love that. Super Carlin Brothers! Yeah, love that's them. true. All of the best YouTubers are brothers, and that's a given fact. <laughs> Just a tangent about the Vlog Brothers. Um, the Vlog Brothers gave us the ground that we are walking on. Yeah, it's like the reason why YouTube is the way it is now. And I'm not talking about the toxic parts. I'm talking about like how like good the vlog brothers are the reason VidCon exists. Are the reason lots of things exist. Uh, They really transform the YouTube world back in 2000 fucking. They're probably like dare I say they're the reason why they really are. They started in 2000 fucking seven yeah at that time vlogs were not hugely popular at that time most youtube videos were just random clips from this or that or the occasional viral video skits were really big on youtube in the early days i've not seen like a skit man staged comedy just isn't a thing anymore Everyone wants thing. Everyone wants it to be raw and unscripted, which I know is kind of hypocritical because we are in a comedy podcast that's totally unscripted. But no one wants staged comedy anymore, and I think that's a shame. I think that's a shame. But yeah, no one likes staged comedy anymore. Which like everyone thinks it's like hokey to be like. I mean, unless it's, like, a show that's a comedy show, people like like that. But, like, if we're talking about, like, stage performances, yeah, you can be, like, scripted, obviously. But everyone wants it to feel natural. Everyone wants to feel improvised. Everyone loves improv these days, whether you know it's improv or not. Now, I don't know enough about comedy to be making these assumptions. But, like, I think that's kind of a shame. Yeah, it's a little... It's a little... It's a little disappointing. Like I, I miss the days where I can pull up YouTube and watch I think a good machine. The death of skit comedy on YouTube is really a shame. Because that used to be everything. Like people like Smosh, Nikahiga, Jenna Marbles, they all did skit comedies. All did super scripted. Didn't Shane Dawson also Shane Dawson did, skit did too. Well, even Ren Link did uh, yeah. skit comedy. Ren Link as well. All of these are really like big names in early YouTube, and they all went off of the back of skit comedy the people who the only people who weren't doing this were the people who were reacting to these videos like ray william johnson then vlogs came along and one thing that i find really disappointing is in a lot of those like improved uh youtube rewind people like the legends edition no mention of the vlog brothers because the vlog brothers disappointing what's the phrase walked so we could run i don't know (laughs) The vlog brothers walked so yeah, we could run. Like they are the reason we're where we're at today. And they're still making content, not as every day. And I don't know if it's good anymore. Yeah, it's not every day. They're still and making consistent content. Them. And that's fucking impressive. Especially considering, like, John Green not only is a YouTuber, but he also is a writer. And a damn good writer. People can be, like, meh at him all they want. But John Green is John- a legitimately good writer. Um, and then Hank is do- does things with like oh what's Sci that show fucking, the science thing that he I does. was going to mention Sci show which I was going Sci to Sci mention Sci not only have they been doing consistent vlogs for over a, a decade now they've 
also been doing educational content that I have seen in school. Yeah, I remember like walking into class in like middle school and sitting down and Mrs. Redacted pulling up a fucking Hank Green video and being like, hey, we're watching this in class. I remember walking into class and uh, same Mr. Redacted, the Spanish teacher, was like, we're watching uh, Vlogbrothers video today. We're, we're going to talk about finances. It's <laughs> like, I don't know much about these guys, but I do know that I've been able to watch I don't watch it really much anymore but I watched their content for years and not only was John Green juggling writing like three books over the span between then and now he was also making a video every single weekday and has I think two children now and that's a lot that's a lot to deal with not only being that but also on crash course and vidcon and everything and people just really like to shit on him he people just really like to shit on him and i don't care for it yeah people are like weirdly mean to him and i don't understand why i really don't I have never heard a legitimate bad thing about either of the vlogbrothers. I've just heard people being kind of like dickish yeah, towards like them. The most you know? I've heard is the criticizing, criticizing of John's writing, which even if he was a bad writer, that's like not a reason to hate somebody. <laughs> He's a good writer though. Like people are like, oh, like I, I've, I've only read like two of his fucking books I've read with you. I tried to read Abundance of Catherine's and it was good. I just did not have brain cells to read it. So I've only read Paper Towns and uh, The Fault in Our Stars. And I read The Fault in Our Stars because it was coming a book, and then I read Paper Towns because I was like, oh, I like John Green, I might as well read Paper Towns, and then Paper Towns became a, became a movie shortly after I read it, and I was like, whoa, that's fucking weird. Anyway, people like to criticize, like, the manic pixie dream girl, mm-hmm. I think, is what it is of, of him, like, that he writes, which is, like, he doesn't in a way, like, especially, okay, I'm going to talk about uh, Paper Towns with us. If you want to try to criticize John Green for writing uh, Manic Pixie Dream, Girl- Dream Girls, read Paper Towns because in the book, the girl ends up at the end, like, spoilers, so if you're planning on reading this, I'm sorry. But um, in the end, she, the, the main character meets back up with her after, like, chasing her, not chasing her, that makes it sound worse, but, like, finding her because she ran away from home and such. And she's like, you cannot hold me to the standard you want me to be in your mind. You have this version of me that you've created and that is not healthy for me or you. You have to be able to let me go and be my own person. That's like literally the opposite of what a Manic Pixie Dream Girl is, you know? Because it sets it up for her to be this Manic Pixie Dream Girl that like runs off or dies or whatever, because that's usually what happens. But she literally like destroys that and be- by being like, I can't be your Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I have to be a human being. And I love that. It's literally one of my favorite books. I feel like since we're almost at like the two hour mark, I feel like you going off about Paper Towns is a great way to end this. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was.